This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor. And welcome to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here to speak to you about your money, your life, and your investments. As always, we're coming to you from the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world. The holy city, the city of gold, the city of Jerusalem. We've got a great show on an interesting topic. I mean, the fact of the matter is I could speak about gardening and probably make it interesting because it's just my personality. What can I tell you? No, I'm kidding. This is a really interesting show and I'm going to pour a lot of cold water on many of you. Keep that in mind. That's the hint. Cold water on many of you. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me directly. Yes, email me directly. Nobody else answers the emails. I have no staff. <laughs> email, email me directly at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaron. K-A-T-S-M-A-N, AaronKatzman.com, AaronKatzman.com. So you want, here's the cold water. Get ready. I'm filling up the bucket. Bucket is full. Splash. I just threw the cold water on your neighbor. You know why? You're not a great investor. Okay? You're not. You made money. Great. That doesn't make you God's gift to investing. I know a lot of people. It's funny. I was walking with my son today to lunch. He was off. He got, uh, it was between semesters and he got um, a really good report card and we're all proud of him. I don't have to say that because there's not a chance he's listening. Right now he's probably going to be curled up on the couch with his phone. How do I know that? Because that's where he always can be found. <laughs> except, during, except during school. Usually he's just on the couch curled up in a ball with his phone. We were walking and I actually bumped into um, a client. And I said, how's it going? He said, great. And I said, yeah, you're doing really well. And he goes, yeah, well, everybody's doing well. And I'm like, yeah, but at least you're in the market. Like, I can tell you, none of my clients, I know a lot of people who are just waiting. Oh, they're waiting for the market to crash. They're waiting for this, right? I said, you're doing really well. But what was good about him is he's like, well, no big deal, right? I'm not, like, fantastic. And the fact of the matter is, in terms of that, he's right. You are not, you, all of you listening, are not God's gift to invest in. You're not Warren Buffett. Okay, you're not. Now, 2017 turned out to be a banner year for financial markets. Right? Double-digit gains were pretty much the norm across the, uh, across the globe. Now, it's certainly much easier to make money when everything is moving up. But the temptation for investors is to start taking a lot more risk than they're able to handle. Why? Because they start reading the headlines. Oh, you know, market headed to uh, 650000 whatever it is, 30,000, I don't know, who even knows, who cares what the numbers are, right? But they, the headlines, you know, and they, they see they made money and they're hurting people who made money and all of a sudden, oh, I want in, I want to make more money. Oink, oink, oink. Ah, that's the sound of a pig, ladies and gentlemen. So, I've, I can't tell you over the last couple of weeks how many phone calls I've received from clients who all of a sudden want to sell, you know, oh, that only went up 1%, 2%. You know, plus it's paying a 2% dividend or whatever. It's the fixed income side of the portfolio. I want to sell that. That's boring. I can be doing a lot better. I want to start moving in. I want to buy, you know, marijuana stocks. I want to buy Bitcoin. 
I want to buy all kinds of things that are speculative. You know why? Because I want to get rich. Whether or not this makes sense is based on what? Not you want to get rich, but based on your each and every individual's individual risk profile. The danger in this approach is that investors are becoming too confident in their investing abilities. I see it all the time. It's like, oh, I, you know, I picked, uh, I picked a great stock. You know, I, I researched my own. I decided to invest in Facebook. Yeah, you and a hundred million other people. Okay, well, you did the research. That's congratulations. You're really, you should quit your day job and just, you know, apply to be the successor to, to Buffett, clearly, because you decide to invest in Facebook and that makes you a genius investor, okay? Just take a step back. Again, the cold water, if it didn't hit you, go to your sink right now. Turn on the coldest water you can. And if you, you want to make it even colder, put some ice in it. Put your head under that and realize the market went up. That's why you made money, not because you're God's gift to investing. Now, the research for this is not good at all. Tony Giordano from Vanguard, he quoted a piece that appeared in uh, about two years ago in the Journal of Economic Perspectives. I bet you're all reading that. <laughs> it was titled Overconfident Investors, Predictable Returns and Excessive Trading. The report said investors attribute attribute, excuse me, strong portfolio performance and high returns to their skills, which leads to self-assurance. When the same investors experience poor performance and low returns, they attribute it to bad luck. The result, persistent overconfidence. And ain't that the truth? I just live it. People, I mean, I can be overconfident because I am God's gift to investing. I'm just kidding. But I just see it too often from investors, right? They all, when something bad happens, oh, you know what? Yeah, I lost 80% uh, of the investment. But you know what? I should have really made 20%, but X, Y, and Z, right? How often do we hear that? It's that persistent overconfidence which can lead to poor money decisions. You want to call it greed, whatever. I've seen way too many times where after a good year in the market, um, lost, lose, investors lose sight of their financial needs and goals, and they decide to chase after higher and higher returns. It happens all the time. And you know what happens? It ain't pretty. Giordano continues, recent data shows that when investors rely on their quote-unquote skills to beat the market, they usually come up short. The average 2016 return among the 70,000 investors who track their portfolios on Openfolio social network lagged the S&P 500 total return by more than seven percentage points. Yo, hello, seven percentage points. You know what? Every 10 years, you're doubling your money. Had you just like given up the, the fight and realize that you could be an average investor in every 10 years, you'd be doubling your money. But you refuse to do that because, what does he refuse to lose? You definitely don't refuse to lose. You want to lose. Okay? So don't be so overconfident. You're listening to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here to speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. If you want to email me, it's easy. You email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com, aaronkatzman.com. We're speaking about overconfident investors. That's investors who had a really good year and now think they're amazing and they decide to like flip their portfolios and go all in and become much more speculative. And the numbers are that that's a really, really stupid thing to do. Now, I would say, you know, resist the temptation. 
and I'm gonna quote Giordano, Giordano again, he sums it up basically when he says, if strong market performance makes you headstrong with the possibility of quick returns, avoid the temptation to go after investment that will expose you to more risk than you'd feel comfortable with under ordinary circumstances. On the flip side, if poor market performance tempts you to flee to cash, consider the longer term implications, which include missing a potential market rebound and losing future growth opportunities. Now, as I've said countless times, it's all about asset allocation. But you know what? It bears repeating. Creating your asset allocation or the mix of stocks, bonds, and cash in your portfolio is the single most important task that an investor has to face. Study after study has shown that the proportion of stocks, bonds, and cash held in the portfolio has a much greater impact on your returns and the volatility of your portfolio than picking individual specific investments. That's why after assist, assessing one's investment goals, it's of the utmost importance to create an allocation that can help you achieve your goals, not something out of left field, right? Stick to what your goals are and then create a, an allocation to match it, especially after the market run-up of the, the, the last couple of years. It's like super important to reassess your portfolio. A lot has changed in the world over the last year. Investors should take the time to make sure that the portfolios are well positioned for the current conditions. You know, time periods when stock returns are higher, many investors find themselves with portfolios much more heavily tilted towards stocks than when they started out. What's that mean? Well, it could be that your portfolio has become much more aggressive than your initial allocation called for. In such a case, you've got to rebalance. Now, rebalancing is, is important for two reasons. Number one, it keeps your portfolio in line with your long-term goals and needs and the allocation that is really proper for you to achieve what it is you're setting out to do. And number two, you know, as we say, um, you buy low and you sell high. Once you rebalance after you've had a big run-up in an asset, uh, that accomplishes that old investing idiom of buying low and selling high. So what's the upshot of all this? Stay the course that you started out with. Part of your financial plan took into account good years in the market, right? It's not that every year is minus 10%, right? A year where the market was up 15%, 20%. That's normal. That happens all the time. That's part of the science, that's part of the, uh, the theory, the, the data, the statistics that go into sort of trying to figure out how, how your, your performance will be going forward. Obviously, you can't guarantee that, but based statistically. Take the money and say thank you, but don't get overconfident and start getting more and more aggressive and end up making costly mistakes. I see that all the time. Investors get way too aggressive, the market drops, they have no patience, poof, they sell, and they were you know, significantly lower than we started from for no reason. If you follow your asset allocation, rebalance your portfolio, you're gonna be able to achieve your financial goals. And isn't that what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen? Achieving your financial goals. You're listening to The Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments, as always, Email me, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web, www.aaroncasting.com. That's www.aaroncasting.com, aaroncasting.com. Until next time, we'll see you soon.